With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, here we go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, AM570 LA Sports. Uh, all right. We're at the all-star break, Rodney. And uh, Yes, sir. I'm giving the Dodgers a grade. I'm giving them a grade. Okay. okay. I'm giving them an A minus. A minus. Okay. Is there a reason behind the A minus? That's that's very, very generous of you, Freddie. Because there's considering no- uh, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, uh, your panic meters, um, that you give them an A minus. Because there's no way they should be where they're at. I should maybe even give them an A. There's no way they should be a half game out. I don't want to hear about the division. I don't want to hear about the what. Why not? I, I don't want to hear about it. That, Why not? Because you, you have to factor that in, right? No, because you can't you're be the, in front the of best you. team in the worst division. Yeah, you and can. then you say, "Oh, they're playing great." No, maybe because the other teams are playing bad and they're so they're they're horrible. All right, and, and that puts you in a position to be in tied for first place, or or it could be they're you know a team is playing great, yet they're in a fantastic competitive division where they sit in third place, where you might give them a D. Because they're in third place at the All-Star break. You have to factor the division in and other teams in, Freddie. Okay. If I'm doing that, if I were if I were to take all of that into account, I'm giving them an A-. minus. Sh- there's you know, no way they should be where they're at. There's no way they should be a half no. game out of first. And you know what? Even though they're not the best team in the National League, there's no way they should be where they're at, period. I mean, so given what they've been you're through. You're basing it on where they're at at the all-star break as yes. opposed to as opposed to how they're playing no i'm based that's right that's all I, there's a point okay. of demarcation there's a point of demarcation okay a point of demarcation look that up ronnie okay look that up and then we'll get back to you the point is this there's a natural break where are we at let's let's take stock of where we're at now because we're weeks away from the trade deadline we're obviously buyers. We're not sellers. We're obviously in it. We're not chasing. We're good. They should not be as good as they are, given the injuries they have had. And now they just sent Miguel Vargas down to get some more seasoning. There's no way. I mean, if you look at their pitching staff in the first half, what is it? If the starters are good, the bullpen was awful. If the bullpen was good, the starters were hurt and bad. There's no way. I mean, my God, they say they signed Jason Hayward. He played. He performed. Come on, that was a long shot at best. It worked. They went out and got David Peralta. You're thinking, eh, okay. No, he has been very valuable. It's all worked as well as it can work, given the number of injuries. I, I am amazed as to where they're at, and I think it's pretty impressive, Rodney. It, listen, it is impressive that they're – right here at the all-star break because they very well could have been seven, eight games back. Um, But they fought and they clawed and they found ways to win when they should have, but they also found ways to lose when they should have. So I can't really give it because I'm basing it on their performance and how they played 
yes, it's great that they're right there at the all-star break and in striking distance and could win this division. Um, but if I'm basing it on the Dodgers themselves and, and you got to hold yourself to a higher standard, which I do hold the Dodgers to a higher standard, I'm not giving them an A minus. I'm giving them a B, Freddie. Give them a B, simply the B and all of the B is because of where they are. Uh, the reason I can't give them an A is because they haven't played well. They haven't been um, consistent in the way they played. So there's so much room for improvement that if you give them an A, where do they go from there? You know, and so giving them a B, knowing that they stand where they stand, but yet there's a there's some definite room for improvement is why they deserve a B. Okay, well I give them an A minus, so they can climb to an A. With oh. you, with you, they can climb to an A minus. So I gave him a little more leeway. I gave him a little more leeway, Rodney. And uh, we don't know how this plays out. We we just don't know. But we know this. You got you to gotta think guys are going to try to get healthy. I don't know. I mean, what the pitching. Mean? Well, I, that, look. What does that mean? If you, every you time you think turn guys your are going to try to get healthy? Every time you turn your head, somebody's getting hurt. Mm-hmm. You, you just got to somewhere. I have the belief there's going to be a point where everybody's going to be as healthy as they can be. They're going to be like the real team. I mean, we've taught it's remarkable to me that there are games that it reminds me of a few years ago. You look at the lineup, you go, who's that? Where did that guy come mm-hmm. from? Mm-hmm. Hernandez, the third baseman. Yeah. Well, is he even still there? Well, where did he come from? They find these guys, they plug them in, and they keep chugging along. I think it's remarkable. I, I just, I really, really do. Uh, I think given what they've been up against, everybody should be thankful that this is where they're at. Conversely, now they wrapped up the first half with the Angels. Okay, that's a team yeah. I think is in trouble. Those injuries hurt. Mike Trout's injury hurt. And those final two games leading into the break, they were spanked by the Dodgers. This is a team that was clinging and praying and begging and hoping, let's just get a wild card. They revamped their bullpen. Let's just get a wild card. Then we'll show everybody that we're serious. And now, when you get spanked like you did two in a row going into the break, I do not think that bodes well for them. I just don't. You know, Bill Plaschke suggested it. We talked about it. Maybe you move Otani. They don't want to do that. And I understand the money he generates. I get it. But, man, if they continue to slide coming out of the break, it's it's game over for them. It's, it's done. They can't continue yeah. that coming out of the All-Star break. It will be bad. And they'll have decisions to make. Yeah. I mean, they're playing bad, and there was, what was it, not – Less than two weeks ago, we were talking about the Angels being in striking distance in their division. But, but the it's caveat, going to be a tough. But we gave him the caveat, Rodney. Yeah. We gave him that. We said, but what if? We said, yeah. what if? We just didn't say this is all lollipops and merry-go-rounds. What if? <laughs> <laughs> what if this happens and now it's yeah, happening? I like lollipops and merry-go-rounds. Make me feel good at night. There you go. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did do that. But – um. But it was. It was it was roughly two weeks ago, less than two weeks ago, that we were talking and, and praising them that, hey, now they've got a real dilemma because they're fighting for a, a playoff spot, and what do you do with Otani? Um, 
and I still think they are. Look, look, they're seven games out right now. It's a it's a real uphill battle, and that seven games looks daunting when you don't have Mike Trout and you don't have Otani. That that is a problem for the Angels, and they are sitting in a real a real tough spot now because had those guys uh, been healthy, you know, maybe they're not seven games out at the break. Maybe they're three games out at the break and got a real shot at making a playoff run. But now it's uh, it's way in the distance right now, Fred. So they're they're in a, a spot I don't think any club wants to be in right now. Because of the Dodgers' depth, they had uh, more room for error. Because of their depth, even when the pitching was awful, the guys could hit. So because of their depth and the way their roster is constructed, they have more room for error. The problem with the Angels is they have little margin for error. You know, it, it's it's an NBA game where one team comes out and just blows the other out. Okay, all right. But it's the team that's in the game all the way, battling back and forth. You can't make any mistakes. And maybe you pull this one out at the end. Good for you, because you didn't make mistakes. That's not a recipe for success. If everything is based on little margin of error, and that's what the Angels have because of their roster, very small margin of error. And I don't think it sustains. I don't. Mm. If you're banking on your guys being healthy, your team being healthy, especially your stars being healthy, because you don't have any depth, like you mentioned, um, in a 162-game season, boy, that's a long shot because guys do get hurt. And the guys that we're talking about for the Angels consistently kind of get hurt. And all due respect to Mike Trout, but he's been hurt a lot over his career with the Angels. And it's been nagging stuff. It's been stuff that's put him out. You know, a few weeks here, a few weeks there, some season ending, some things like that. But when you have both of them out, and then you throw in Rendon, who hasn't been able to play for them, who they were counting on to be a very big piece of their puzzle, um, who hasn't been able to get on the field. And then, like you said, you know, who are they bringing up? We talk about the Dodgers, like, who is that guy playing third base? Who is that guy? Well, (laughs) the Angels, you can really say that about (laughs) Really? Who is that guy? Did he get him off the street? Did he work at uh, the auto parts store last week? I mean, they don't. We don't know any of those guys, and it's it's a tough, tough battle when you don't have or don't put the resources into your farm system. And you mentioned it. There's such a, a small error or a small margin. Um, it's it's going to be tough on them, real tough on them. And that's why the Dodgers stay in the middle of things because they do put the resources into their farm system, and there's always somebody somebody ready to step up and take somebody else's place. So that leads us to the conversation about Otani and what happens. So Jorge Castillo of the Times wrote, maybe the third time's a charm for the Dodgers. This will be the third time they've gone to the well and tried to get Otani, and this could be the time that it's all cemented. I just believe if the Dodgers continue to play the way they are, not using Vic's philosophy where Otani will stay in Anaheim if Mike Trout is hurt because he wants to win with Mike Trout. Vic is smoking the weed. <laughs> He's loyal to Trouty. That's what he said. I, I, loyal to Trouty. Whatever that meant. He's not going to leave Trouty. Yeah, wh- whatever that mm. convoluted statement meant. 
if the Dodgers really perform well and look what they're doing, and they're going to be in first place. They're going to overtake the Diamondbacks. I don't know what happens with the Giants and the Padres, but they'll get the Diamondbacks because now it's starting to settle in the way it's supposed to. Um, if they finish in first place and you're Otani and you're in Southern California and you're looking up the freeway and the Dodgers are always there, always there, you don't have to leave. You don't have to move. You stay right here where you're at. You just go into a different stadium. Make it nice, clean, simple, and easy. For one of the premier brands, not just in Major League Baseball or this country, but in the world. Yeah. I mean, and the question becomes, is Otani a businessman? Okay, I can answer that now. Because if he's a businessman, Fred, he's coming up the freeway. Right. I, I, I can answer that for you right now. I don't know him. Yes. I've not spoken to him. Yes. He's a businessman. Okay. You said that with conviction. Who isn't a businessman? Confidence. There's a lot of folks that are not necessarily businessmen. Really? When it comes to, you know, contracts and, you know, say loyalty like Vic would, would seem to believe that. Vic's uh, on mushrooms. Loyalty and, and just playing the game and, you know, friendships within your team and all those things matter more than contract off the field money that you could potentially get. Um, those things are secondary compared to the relationships you have with your teammates. If you're that guy, which there, there are a couple of them, a few of them, I would say, but you know, is Otani that guy or is he the businessman? Look, I'm going to maximize my, my opportunities while I still can, while I'm young. And not say I'm just going to the highest bidder, but I'm going to a place that is going to maximize not only my talents, but also what I can do and make off the field. So what's the answer to that question? He's a businessman. Okay. And if that's the business you're pursuing and those are the criteria, then where will you end up? Up the freeway. Exactly. Exactly. And that's And I'm not just saying we're not just saying up the freeway because it's Dodgers and we love the Dodgers, yes. And we're the Dodger station, but if you're looking at it from a big-time lens and a wide-angle lens, it's the best choice of any team in baseball. For him. For him, yes. Right. Any team. Bigger than the Yankees, bigger than the Mets, mm -hmm. the, the, the Red Sox, any big-name, big-market team you can think of, the Dodgers are the best fit for him, period. Exactly. And that is why. That is why if they had a a gumption of clarity and solid thinking down there, they would try to put together a deal at the trade deadline if this thing continues to go south to get as much as they can from the Dodgers. But I said it, and I think Mike DiGiovanna said it as well. Artie Moreno will never trade with the Dodgers. Cut off your nose to spite your face. If they're going to lose him, they need to move him. I don't know if they will, yeah. but if they're going to lose him, they need to move him. But uh, don't most people believe that they're going to lose him? Are the are the Angels the only people that believe they got a shot to keep him? Yeah, it's like when Dean Spanos thought they were going to build a football stadium in Carson <laughs> because somebody told him it was going to happen, and it never did. You know, maybe they're convincing themselves of something down there. You, you don't know. We don't know anything. But we know this. That ain't going well. We do well. know they have internal conversations more than we do. 
right. or the ones that are writing about this, even the beat writers down there, or even somebody close to the team, you would say that they have more of an insight than we do, right? Right. So all this noise coming out, and we heard it from Vassay, from everybody that covers it, that the, the Angels are not trading him. Okay, and they don't have to. All I'm saying is I don't know if that's the, the smartest route to take. Bottom of the hour, how about a little who dis? I like it. See who's ready on a Monday. Uh, David Vassay's on next hour. We'll talk about Mookie and the home run contest. Also take some Dodger calls for your all-star break game day grades. And when we come back, I've done the homework. I was given an assignment. I have done the homework. And I will try to explain something that is very confusing. Come on. Come on, Freddie. Let's go. Let's go. It's Monday, Rodney P. Fred Rogan, AM570. Let's go, baby. All right, who just Take it on up? down. I want to hear this. I'm excited. Yeah, I got yeah, my popcorn. All right. What else do I need? I get my I get my I gotta get my footies on, Fred. I think you're good. Make my feet comfortable while I uh sit back and and, and listen to Uncle Fred break it down. Oh, I'm gonna break it down. All right, uh, who just coming up here in about six, seven minutes, so get ready for that. And uh later this hour. We've got something that you would think was a skit out of Saturday Night Live, but it's not. It is just classic. <laughs> it, 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 it's a skit. You'll hear it and you go, oh, my God, I saw that on Saturday Night Live. But you never did. It's classic, and it actually happened on a local newscast. So we're going to have that for you. Now, so many people have been talking about the, the great innovation something that will alter the the landscape of the NBA, which is the all-new in-season tournament. So before I break it down, uh, because I was given that homework assignment, let me tell you why they're doing it. And this might be hard to hear, so everybody, you know, just please, please control yourself. Want to know why? Because a lot of those games before Christmas, even after, are pretty monotonous. And you want to know something else? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't care. That's really the truth. In the NBA with load management, you play all the games, and half the time you don't know who's going to play anyway. There's not a lot of interest in it. There's not the kind of interest you get when you get to the playoffs. It's too many games, not enough guys play all the time. It, it People don't care. I mean, that's just being honest. If you live in L.A., of course you care about the Lakers, and you care about the Clippers. And if you live in an NBA city, you care. But... You know, there are more people in this country that do not live in NBA cities than do. So they've got to do something, something to generate some interest. Give it a little oomph. Give it a little pop. Make a difference. So they created the in-season tournament, which Kevin doesn't like and Rodney doesn't like and probably the people listening, some of you don't like. But I think it's a really good idea. How will the in-season tournament work? I was given the task to be able to explain it. Mm-hmm. So I have done some research. And here's what I've come up with. I grabbed Dan Wojcicki's article and we'll read it to you. I've done the research. It's amazing research, Fred. That's right. I'm plagiarizing Dan Wojcicki's article. I'm just going to read it to you. You're not even going to put your own wrinkles into it, Fred? Yeah, the old spark notes, huh? I got you. Yeah, well, the, the problem is a little confusing. But I thought he did a pretty good job of breaking it down. Oh, you're going to give him credit? I just gave him credit. 
sound like you said Dan made it confusing. So now you're putting it on Dan. Yeah. No, 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 no. Exactly. You read it. No, it's confusing. So I thought Dan did a pretty good job. That's what I'm saying. All right. All right. Oh, thanks. Thanks. From coming from Dan, and did a pretty good job. Dan did a pretty good job. Did a pretty good job. Uh, teams have been split into three groups per conference, not dissimilar to the World Cup draw based on last year's standings. The top two in each group plus two wild card teams will advance to the single elimination quarterfinals. Everybody got that so far? We good? No, you're going too fast. Oh, that was too fast? Yes. All right. Let me go a little further. All right. Okay. The Lakers will be in West Group A, along with Memphis, Phoenix, Portland, and Utah. The Clippers will be in West Group B, with Dallas, Denver, Houston, and New Orleans. West Group C is Golden State, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Sacramento, and San Antonio. That's the West. The East pools, Group A, Atlanta, Cleveland, Detroit, Indiana, and Philadelphia. Group B, Charlotte, Miami, Milwaukee, New York, and Washington. Group C, Boston, Brooklyn, Chicago, Orlando, and Toronto. So now we understand the pools. We understand where everybody's going to be. The semifinals and finals will be played in Vegas on December 7th and 9th. In addition to winning the cup, each player on the winning team will receive a $500,000 bonus. There you each go. player from the winning team gets five hundred grand. Correct. Correct. Coaches get anything? A hearty handshake and a smile. A little pat on the button and add a boy. Greg Popovich got a new five-year deal for $80 million. And since they're not going to win the in-season tournament anyway, see, he got something just for being there. Okay. So that's the way it's going to work. Kind of feel like he got something for two decades worth of excellence, but what do I know? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know what? That's kind of like being uh, a major league uh, free agent. What you did was fantastic. We couldn't pay enough then. We don't think you can do it anymore, but we're going to give you all the money now. And you're going to have to sit here with us because once we sign you, we got you. It's a pretty good system, but good for Pop. He deserves it. So anyway, that's it. Will this work? Is it going to make a difference? That's it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel any better about my knowledge of the in-season tournament than I did before the segment, Fred. Yeah, well, I told what you, did the, you. What did you break down? I told you the pools. Yes. The teams. Oh, I, I think the games are going to be Tuesdays and Fridays. Pool play games are going to be Tuesdays and Fridays. So only the semifinals and finals are going to be in Vegas. Yes. What are, where is the rest of the, it's just based on games, regular season games that they play? Right. The, so the schedule will be put together where you'll be playing somebody in your pool on certain days. So when the season and those comes those games up, count. Those games count against, they count for the regular season and they count in your pool. Oh, so a game on December 8th with the Lakers playing Atlanta will happen to count for the mid-season tournament. No, it it won't count. It won't count. You'll play teams in your pool that will count. Only if you play teams in your pool. So like a regular season game between the Lakers and the Grizzlies will count count towards their the pool qualifying. Yes. Yes. But the Lakers playing Detroit will not count. And and every team is going to play the exact same number of games. Pool games, yes. Pool games prior to this tournament. Correct. Or prior to. Semifinal. In order to to make it uh, fair for everybody. Correct. Now it makes complete sense, doesn't it? No. Kevin, do you understand it? I still hate it, but I understand how it works, yeah. There you go. 
I think it's going to be great. And how many how many of these regular season games that count in your how many games are they are we talking about that will count into your pool your pool play like when do they start is it every game before every Tuesday tournament every Tuesday and Friday in November minus election day November seventh every Tuesday and Friday in November the games count yes. all those games are going to be pool games the games between teams in the same pools playing against each other for positioning yes. And for scheduling purposes, they scheduled all those games with uh, the teams in your pool. Correct. Yes. That's a scheduling nightmare. Well, yeah, but that's not our problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's our problem. <laughs> so a game in November on Tuesday that means absolutely nothing to anybody. If if you're interested, I will be. Okay. This counts in pool play as well. So you think that the teams and the players and the coaches are going to count are going to care um, on a Tuesday, November 8th, or no, it's too close to the election, so we don't know what that means. So a Tuesday, November 14th, November, November 14th they're going to go, oh, man, we, uh, we're we playing the Grizzlies. We got to, we got this game really matters here in November 14th for our pool play. <laughs> That's right. I think they're going to get into it. Well, this one counts, guys. This one counts. And, and so if somebody slated for a, for a night off, or a, you know, some load management, they're going to say, well, you got to rethink that. Hey, we got 500 grand at stake here. And by the way, so Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know what's going on on September, October, November on Thursdays? What? Yes. Football, Football. friend. So, yes. yeah, let me go ahead and not watch the Bengals and Ravens on November Wait, It's 16th. Tuesday and Thursday or Friday? No, Friday, Kevin, Friday. Fridays. Yes. Even still, with college football, I guarantee you, if this is like, oh, we're going to draw more viewers? Yeah. No. I'm not going to be any more inclined to watch Memphis play Phoenix on Friday in November than I would be otherwise, especially if there's football on. You're not going to keep me away from the screen. Sure, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> I'm going to save this tape. And when, when yes. December 6th and yes. 7th rolls around and the New Orleans Pelicans are playing the Miami Heat in the finals of the NBA Cup, you better be glued into it and be the biggest cheerleader ever, Fred. <laughs> Hey, we want the cup. Oh, NBA sure, sure we cup. do. The NBA Cup. Just like soccer, I'm yeah. telling you. Next up is relegation. Oh, no. I'm all for that. that. Never, never going to happen. Relegation. Try it. Where are they going to the G League? G League. What are we doing? Going to the G League. Right. Oh, Lord. You're the Jazz. Red Rock Raiders now. Yeah, the Jazz have to play in Sioux Falls. There you go. That's right. Relegation's next. We're going to fix this whole thing up, I promise you. <laughs> Okay, who wants a little who dis? 866-987-2570. Uh, first caller today. You'll play Rodney and Ronnie. In who dis, I just give you a clue and you yell it out. There are no restrictions. Makes it a lot easier game for a lot of people. In who dis, you get a challenge. If you use your challenge, it's upheld. You'll retain your challenge. If you use your challenge, it's denied. You will be locked out of the next question. So we're looking for a player. And... uh in the next segment, we've got this <laughs> the segment that was run on a newscast. Now, it seems like a skit out of Saturday Night Live, but it was real. It's so bad, it's funny. Oh, no. It's so awful, and it actually happened. It's funny. And we were going to run it last week. We ran out of time, so we held it for today. 
But you got it. <laughs> it's a classic. So bad it's funny. Jesse and Orange, are you there? I'm here. All right, Jesse, it's who dish. You know how to play, right? I know. I'm I'm, I'm hoping to be Rodney again. <laughs> oh, you had to throw that in there, huh? Nevertheless. Okay. All right. All right. Who knew? Uh, Ronnie, you ready? Happy Monday, Rogan and Rodney, ready to go. I am a 12-time NBA All-Star, and I was Rookie of the Year in 2008. Are you going to do it tomorrow? No. Hold on. I was Rookie of the oh, Year in wait. 2008. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Damien Lillard. No. Chris Paul. No. James Harden. Uh-uh. Kevin Durant. Mm. All, all the year All-Star? Ronnie got it. Way to go, Ronald. Kevin Durant. Damn it. Okay. (laughs) Very animated. Yeah, well, he's upset now. I don't blame him. He came in talking big. I'm going to park on the the side of the street right here on the freeway. Please. On the 15th. Please. All right. Be safe. Be safe. I'm a, I'm a three-time. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm a three-time pro bowler, and I made my only all-pro team in 2020. Andrew Whitworth. Russell Westbrook. Both are wrong. Oh, uh, Russell Wilson. No. Aaron Donald. Mm. No. Cooper Cup. No. Uh, Aaron Donald. No. Uh, uh, who's it? Matt Stafford. No. Or Matthew. I'm sorry. Uh, keep going. Way <laughs> to go. I should give to him just for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? Right now. I'm instituting a bonus clue. Oh, baby. Bonus clue. I used to work with someone who has the same last name. You did. Damn. Uh-huh. You did? Eric Dickerson. No. You used to work with someone who had the same last name. Yeah. You did. Kevin gave me the dirtiest look. Bill Grogan. Same, same <laughs> last name as you? No. Same last name as this person. That's, a, that's, that's not a good clue. That's, that's, that's a, a horrible clue, Fred. It's a terrible clue. Kevin, was it a bad clue? It's terrible. It's so terrible. It's I got the freeway right here. You're giving me uh, your last name. All right. Kevin looked at me because he thought the clue was too easy. You got to be a little more specific if you're going to say that. At Channel 4. David Begal. Oh, Ed, Ed, um, Ed Murphy. <laughs> George Nolan. Oh, um... <laughs> Jeff Moyer. Alicia. Jeff Alicia. Johnny Coleman. Alicia DeValle. I led the NFL in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns in 2019 and 2020. Todd Gurley. No. Did I ever work no. with Joe Gurley? Yes, you did. No. No, you didn't? No. Gurley? Roger Craig. No. <laughs> I am Todd. Uh, right back, back there. Um... Oh, God, I can't remember his name. Now. Barry Sanders. my tongue. Not Barry Sanders. I am tied with Tony uh, Dorsett for the longest run in Adrian NFL. Adrian Peterson. Derek Henry. There it is. Roger. Man, that doesn't sound right. Well, first, it is the answer, <laughs> Jesse. close to your last name? I worked with Chuck Henry. Are you Henry Ford? Oh, no, I worked with Chuck Henry. <laughs> Did you hear in Detroit? No, I didn't say in Detroit. Chuck Henry, or you might call him Charles Hank. Ever think about that? <laughs> no. Thank you. I am a, never would have thought that. All right. 
I'm a seven-time MLB All-Star. Seven-time. Yeah. David Ortiz. No. I'm a two-time NL. Seven-time uh, All-Star is... Uh, Clayton Kershaw. No. Pedro Martinez. No. Moogie Betts. No. I'm a two-time NL. Roger Clemens. No. I'm a two-time NL MVP. Gary oh. Sheffield. No. Kershaw. No. Oh. I was uh, Cody Bellinger. No. Two-time NL Corey MVP. Seager. No. Nolan Arnott. Seven-time All-Star, right? Yeah. Seven-time All-Star that I can remember is... Oh. Damn, what's his... Paul uh, Goldschmidt. Reggie Smith. Or, uh, Matt Kemp. Albert Pujols. Yeah, that's a good one. I was the MVP of the uh, (laughs) commentary is great. I love it. I don't have to say anything. I was the MVP of the 2022 NLCS. Jack Peterson? Uh, Bryce Harper. Five hour energy ain't helping there, Jess. There you go. Nice, Ronnie. Good pull. Thank you. I made 18 all star teams in my NBA career. Kobe Bryant. Ronnie, Kobe Bryant. Oh. Of course you would say Kobe. Well, because it was the answer, Jesse. Rest in peace, Kobe. We love you. All right. Here's the next one. I led the NL in home runs twice and won the batting title in 2003. Gary Sheffield. No. Manny Ramirez. Freddie Freeman. No. Brett Smith. No. Wookie Betts. No. And when? 2020? 20, 2003. Oh, 2003. Is he a Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Not Barry Bonds. We're not going to answer whether it's a lefty or a righty, Jesse. Barry Bonds. Jesse, what are you doing? Uh-huh. Well, I'm right on the side of the freeway talking to you guys. No, we know that, Jesse. Mike Piazza. <laughs> on the side of the freeway? Not Mike Piazza. What was the question? No, he was a righty. I, well, nobody <laughs> said it. Was Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> now they're starting to bring out the mustache again. All right, listen. The mustachio. <laughs> All right, so the first clue was I led the NL in home runs twice and won the batting title in 2003. Here's the next clue. Many thought Mark I was. McGuire. No. Sammy Sosa. No. Swinkle. No, uh, t- Jesse. <laughs> Here's the next clue. Way to go, Jess. I love it. Many people thought I was 56 years old. That has to be Mark McGuire. <laughs> what? He went up to Dave Roberts, hey, you, remember? That was Burke. It's so hard. Oh, my God. What in the world? I thought that was a good bonus clue. I uh, Phil Necro. No. Bill, Bill Russell. No. I won three. No, I won three NL MVP awards in my MLB career. Johnny Bench. The Penguin. NL. Pete Rose. NL MVP. No. Yes. Yes, Rodney. Yes. And of a, a, oh, yeah. I, I know oh. who it is. Oh, I, I know who it Ken is. Ken Griffey Sr. No. Yes. Uh, not Pete Rose. No. Uh, in 2003. Uh, Mike Schmidt. Bench. No. I won two World Series okay. titles. I won two World Series titles. With? With so who? No, not no. <laughs> who, who? Who? It played the Red Machine. No. <laughs> it was a Juan I don't think he ever won two MVPs. No. Before. Or Jose Concepcion. Either. Mickey Cabrera. <laughs> no. I, my career no. began and ended in St. Louis with stop-offs with the Angels. Albert Pujols. There it is. Oh, I thought we said oh. that. 
Nobody said peace. You guys are up to date. No, for Jesse, wait. Rodney, you said it for a previous question. Oh, oh. I can't believe nobody got my clue. Many people thought I was 56 years old. Oh, uh, I get the birth certificate. Henry uh, Ford. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it was Chuck Henry, Jesse. All right, here's the last one. This is Jesse. I've made two all-star teams in my MLB career. Justin Turner. Yes. Boy, terrible. What the hell? You're doing a terrible job at this, Fred. I give the clue, Ronnie gets the answer, hey. and you turn around and say, I've done a bad job. Yeah, you really have. What, Jesse? Uh, I think we need to do a MLB replay. No, we're not doing that, Jesse. <laughs> it's going to take like 10 minutes. No, we're not doing it, Jesse. <laughs> All right, Jesse, be careful. Jesse, are you driving. still on the side of the road? On the side of the freeway? Yeah, I'm, I'm heading out. I'm gonna, I got another contract job to go do, and I'll, I'll be good. But I love listening to you guys. Jeez. You guys are my family brothers. Oh. Right on, Jesse. Right on. You're brother. in the family, Jesse. Appreciate it. Be safe. All right. Well, Jesse brought it today. Jesse brought it today, baby. Jesse yes, was on did. fire. Okay. Uh, it was not a skit from Saturday Night Live, and it was so bad, we thought it was really funny. We're going to let you hear it next. Today's Afternoon Delight. Super shy by New Jeans. This song is the second single to be released from the K pop group's upcoming sophomore mini album, which will be released next Friday. The upcoming release comes about seven months after New Jeans dropped their two track single album entitled OMG in January. Again, today's afternoon delight is Super Shy. By New Jeans. All right, Rodney. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Come on, tell me this story. All right. So, you know, on Saturday Night Live, uh, they have skits. And oftentimes, they're, they're sort of uh, downplayed in the way they deliver them. And, and they turn out to be pretty funny. Here, here's an example of uh, something called the newscast from Saturday Night Live. A Shell station in the 4,000 block of Pulaski Highway was robbed around 11.45 a.m. this morning. And we're told the suspect remains at large, but authorities believe they now have a credible description of the perp. The suspect, described as a white male... Ooh, love it! <laughs> I'm sorry, what? what? What are you two celebrating? Oh, nothing. We're just glad that we know what the criminal looks like. <laughs> and he ain't one of us. You know what I'm you know saying? You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, the suspect... The white guy. <laughs> uh, ...was last spotted fleeing the scene on foot. So anyone with this information is being asked to contact the MPD immediately. Yes, help us catch this white criminal. <laughs> In other news, a Ponzi scheme has shaken some of Miami's wealthiest residents. That's one of y'all for show. <laughs> Clement Smith of Clement Smith Investment Securities is accused of committing this egregious white-collar crime. Right there in the name. Smith is said to have been operating a multi-billion dollar Ponzi scheme. Now, you know black people ain't got that kind of money. He was arrested this morning in Boca Raton. Oh. And look at that. He's black. Really? What? Okay. So I guess we tied, you know. One of ours for one of yours. 
Okay, so that was a skit from Saturday Night Live. Pretty funny, don't you think? Yeah, very funny, very funny. Okay, now we're going to take an actual clip from a local news station in Augusta, Georgia. Now, this actually happened on their air, and apparently they have a segment where they offer life advice. Their viewers can email in, ask a question, and you think, well, they bring on Dr. Lore or somebody like that. No, they have the the people that work on the set offer the advice. In-house? In-house. In-house therapists or just in-house the hosts are, are offering their these are the, These are the news anchors. The anchors are doing it. Yeah, and they're just out of college, basically. Oh, it looks and like. they double they double as a therapist. Yeah, anchor, anchor slash therapist. Right. So now this is from. So if you were watching local news here, and they did a segment on, we'll give you some advice. Only you had Pat Harvey offering the advice instead of a therapist or a trained professional. Uh, this is from Augusta, Georgia, the local news where the anchors offer advice. It is Tuesday, and you know what that means? It's time to tackle some tough topics. That's right. How it works. You send in situations and questions, and we try to give you some advice or help talk it out. Okay. So basically, they're going to tackle tough topics because they have a lot of life experience. They've been around, so they've they've experienced an awful lot, this group. Mm -hmm. And on Tuesdays, they, they tackle tough topics. This morning, this woman wrote in and wants to know, is it okay to text a guy I like and let him know I was thinking about him? We are not together, and we're not even in the talking phase. We text every now and then, but nothing serious. So do you think it's a good idea to text him and let him know he was on my mind? Okay, so Rodney, hmm. what do you think the advice for that would be? Okay, she wants to know if she can text a guy she's been thinking about. Mm-hmm. This They're is not in a relationship. Right. They just text every now and then. Sounds very simple. Um, and she's apparently attracted to this guy. So this mm-hmm. why she wants to mm-hmm. text him. And no harm, no foul. Yeah. Go ahead and text him. See what comes of it. Okay, so this was a question they sent to the local news. And now here's the response. I think that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing's going on and that may lead to something else. So, I think, why Sir, not? Uh, something to clarify here, the talking phase. This is just uh, some made-up word here. Uh, it just means made that you're uh, talking, dating, same thing. Same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, so talking, dating. I don't know about that, right, Ansley? I think there's a distinction. Yeah, so uh, I guess maybe asking each other out is the talking phase. I guess that's what you put it as, right? No. 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 Wow. Okay. Well, they're disagreeing no. with me on this. Talking but. is like the stage where you're kind of like learning about yeah, each getting other. getting to know each other. And sure. it's like then you finally have that talk about where are we. Mm-hmm. And yes. then that's when you officially start dating. Oh. Dating, I think. Yes. Okay. I got you. So it's so. one of those things where, mm-hmm. you know, it's not at first sight. It's gradual. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There I would you say. Go. You meet and All then right. you begin a talking phase. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... All right, noted. So, okay. Okay. The okay. Lo- local news in Augusta, Georgia. You know, they just were talking about when it's okay to talk in the talking phase. And, you know, what constitutes as talking? Well, apparently dating and talking are the exact same thing to this guy. I guess. <laughs> news to me. I guess. Talking. I'm glad we cleared that up. I, I talking and my dating. Wife. Yeah, it's just like, hey, Lauren, yeah. we just talked for about five minutes, so we're dating, right? Is that how that works? Well, that's how he works. Okay. 
That, that's how that guy works. He thought it was code words, I guess. Huh? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do a little more talking, Kevin? Talking with air quotes. Yeah, I think they, they, they continue on for, for a minute or so. Let's see what they have. All right. Oh, right. It's just, just an odd concept to me, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I think there's no problem yeah. with texting him. I'm going to say absolutely yeah. reach out. Yeah. Kid. Mm -hmm. Text him saying, let's skip the talking phase. Let's go straight to dating. No. Well, no. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. That might freak somebody out. I see the progression that y'all are trying to hint to yes. here. I don't know. I mean, it, there's steps. There's we go in order here. We go yes. in order. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, maybe not my experience, but you know, <laughs> it's what it is. All right. Do you think there's uh, any mm. doubt that that guy is never going to be in a relationship in his life? He, he seems like a guy likes to move a little too fast, there, Fred. <laughs> a little bit too. And boy, yes. he seems just like a a whirlwind. That guy too. Very animated. Just a fascinating conversationalist. I can't, mm -hmm. I, my God, that guy. I think he's been in that situation. I think he's putting himself in that situation when somebody has said something to him or reached out to him or said, hey, how you doing? He immediately thought that they were dating. You think maybe. At he, least wished they were dating. You, you think maybe that guy should have slept before the show? I mean, that guy sounds like he hadn't slept in six weeks. Or maybe you just don't ask a 24-year-old advice on the air in the newscast. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. How long was that segment? <laughs> Oh, it, it went on for about three more minutes there, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Now they wow. have other questions mixed in, but. But that topic went on for that another That topic minutes. was done for about like another 15, oh, 20 Lord. seconds. I think they're going to start doing that here on the Channel 4 News. It's going to be Colleen, left, Williams, Fred. Colleen Williams and David Bigger. <laughs> will offer their advice to you. Well, you know what? I'd, love, yes. I'd rather listen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.